A very filthy advent calendar 2021. Day 1. Hope again. Written by Shamir and read by Jab. For the prompt, first time. It almost burns that first touch. Entire lifetimes have gone without them touching. And then some more that only saw a brush of fingertips, a handshake, the lingering feeling of someone close by. Not quite touching, not quite shying away either. A Xerophil chooses that first touch very carefully. He considers the matter as they sit side by side on the bookshop sofa, the silence growing warm and comfortable between them. It could be a brief squeeze of the knee. Oh, we've made it go, my dear. Even this time. Even this time. It could be a hug, a rush to get all the contact they've always dreamed of but could never have. It could be holding hands, saying nothing for a while, enjoying each other's company for the simple sake of it. Instead, the first touch after the world didn't end is an angel's soft hand cupping a demon's stubbly cheek and jaw. It's exhausted golden eyes opening wide in surprise, then closing, eyebrows pinching up as if Crowley had to brace himself against a wave that threatens to overwhelm him. Neither of them says a single word for a very long time. Then Crowley tilts his head just a little bit, kisses the pulses on a zero wrist. He won't say aloud, I'm so happy you're alive, here, with me, free. They don't say such things to each other. They never could, but they don't have to. They've learned to communicate in other ways. Touch was never a part of it, and it's new and exciting and absolutely terrifying, but not more than what they've already faced together. Crawley thinks getting to the bed upstairs will feel like jumping off a plane and hoping your parachute works. But it doesn't. In fact, they don't go to the bed at all. Aziraphale draws him closer, gently. Maybe not to spook him. Maybe just to savor every moment. Until it's lips on lips and the angel's eager hands on his stomach, sneaking under his shirt. And Crowley has to hold back from hissing in pleasure just from that simple contact that promises so much more. They are too eager and too clumsy, and Crowley almost slips off the sofa at least half a dozen times, but God above and Satan below, he doesn't care. They fit perfectly together, and the way Aziraphale moans his name as he strokes him makes a soul ring, makes his ink-black wings twitch on another plane of existence. Aziraphale's touch is like fire, 
and Crowley loves every blessed second of it. Let him burn. Let him turn to ash. He doesn't care. They are awkward and ungraceful and perfect, perfect, perfect. He's more snake than demon when his pleasure peaks. Nails turn to claws, teeth to fangs, scales across his thighs and shoulders, eyes cornflower yellow from corner to corner. Afterwards, he sits and stares at the fluid across a zero-filled stomach, not quite believing what just happened, happy and stunned in equal measure. But the angel doesn't seem to mind, simply holds him close and kisses him with an intensity that suggests this isn't just the first time, it's the first time of many. And Crowley, for the first time in the longest time, allows himself to feel hope again. The end.